You are listening to The Music Room with Aileen Miracle. Hi everyone, this is Aileen. Welcome to episode 85 of The Music Room. This episode is all about some of my favorite music education resources. A disclaimer here, I'm sure that there are going to be some resources that I forget because there are so many out there, but I made a list of 10 that came to mind that I thought would be really helpful in case you haven't found them. All right, so we're going to dive right in. Like I said, I have 10 resources that are just really helpful for the music room. And I'm going to assume that if you're listening to this podcast, you have found my resource as, you know, my blog and my podcast. So I won't mention those. So these are 10 other resources. All right. Number one, the Kodai Holy Names website. This is a really wonderful searchable website where you can go and search by country, by concept, rhythmic or melodic, or whatever you want to search by and find new songs that your students can learn. The wonderful thing about this website is it often will have recording, like a field recording that you can listen to. It will have game directions. It will have notation. It's kind of like for those of you who've gone through your Kodai training, it's very similar to a retrieval database or an index because it has a lot of information. It has the song analyzed right there for you. So it's such a wonderful resource. If you're ever feeling kind of like stuck with some of your literature and you're looking for a new song for a particular concept, or maybe you're you know creating a program around a specific culture or country, this is a really wonderful resource to check out. So the Kodai Holy Names website. And I should mention that all of these resources that I'm referencing, I will be linking in my show notes. And to find the show notes, you can go to mrsmiraclesmusicroom.com and then click podcast and then find episode 85. All right, number two on my list of my favorite music education resources, the Music Teacher Coffee Talk podcast with Tanya and Carrie. So Tanya Lejeune and Carrie Nicholas are two wonderful Kodai-inspired teachers, and they have a podcast. They've had one for a few years now, and it has a lot of really wonderful ideas for the music room. So, I mean, so many different topics, but anything from like upper elementary to kindergarten to programs. And they even have in the summer, they've done the last few years, they've done like a summer book study. So that's really great to check out if you're wanting to, you know, kind of keep up to date with the latest music education resources over the summer. That's great to check out. So they also have, on top of having just like lots of great ideas, in some of their newer episodes, they have a know better, do better section where they discuss things that they have learned about that, you know, have kind of made them reconsider or adapt what they've done in the past, because now that they know better, they will do better. So lots of really wonderful ideas in the Music Teacher Coffee Talk podcast. Shout out to Tanya and Carrie. All right, number three on my list of favorite music education resources is the book An American Methodology by Anne Eisen and Lamar Robertson. This book has been out for many, many years. When I went through my Kodai levels, oh gosh, I started in 1999. Did I? No, I started in 2000. <laughs> and um, this book was out then. So it's it's been around for a while. And I'm, I will warn you that it is a little bit pricey, but I just love this resource because there's so many great folk songs in the book. And then on top of that, they break down 
all of the different concepts that you would want to teach K to five and they have it by grade level and they give you ideas for physical preparation, visual preparation, oral preparation. They give you tons of ideas in the resource itself. So if you're wanting to use a song, but you're kind of like not sure what to do with it, or you want to prepare, so like let's say you're preparing Tikka Tikka and you're just looking for new ideas for preparation or for practice, then this book is gold. It just has tons of ideas in it. So an American methodology. Resource number four is Ashley Cuthbertson's website. So you may have been to a workshop by Ashley, or you may have checked out her blog. She does a lot of work around culturally responsive teaching. So she has a blog that she adds to, it seems weekly. I think she's writing new blog posts, and then she often will have free workshops that you can check out. And then she also has paid workshops and courses. And every time I see her present, I come away with a load of new ideas. She's really got a great perspective and is just so knowledgeable. So definitely check that out. Again, I will link to all of these in the show notes. Speaking of amazing clinicians and teachers, my friend Nissa Brown also has a website. Her website is called Music Education Forward. And on her website, again, lots of great blog posts. She also has a podcast and she also has workshops and courses as well. And she does a lot of work around music education standards, but she's also done work with courses around other topics. And I've been going to her workshops for years, like really as long as I've been going to OAKE conferences, I've gone to Nissa's workshops and I always leave her sessions and her workshops just feeling rejuvenated and coming away with so many ideas. And uh, she's actually really why I was inspired to really dive into centers because of her work of really like just thinking outside the box and kind of pushing what she was doing with Kodai Inspired Teaching to really make it, you know, in sync with 21st century learning. So just really love Nissa. So definitely check her out. All right. Number six is the podcast by That Music Teacher, also known as Bryson Tarpet. I've actually been on his podcast a couple times now. The first episode I was on was about centers in the music room, so I will make sure to link to that. I don't know if by the time this episode goes live, if my next, my second episode with him will be live, but I have a episode that I've done recently with him all about assessment. So whenever that goes live, I'll make sure to link to that as well. So he also has lots of topics all about, you know, just anything in the music room that you can think of. Dyslexia in the music room was a recent topic, pre-K. And like I said, I've been out about centers and assessment. So lots of different topics. So definitely check that out. All right. Number seven is one of my favorite print resources. And it also comes with a DVD. At least the version I have is DVD. Maybe there's something more updated now that we're a little bit more digital, but there is a book called Kenya Sing and Dance by Timothy Gregory. And this is such a wonderful resource because Timothy Gregory did a lot of work living in Kenya. I don't know how long he lived there, but I know he He was over there for quite a while and collected a lot of songs from Kenya. So in the book, you'll see notation for all of these songs. But then the really awesome part is the DVD, the videos that come with it. You'll see like a field recording of students in Kenya singing the song. And then he has teaching videos where he like you can literally just hit play on the video and he will teach your students the song. It's amazing. Such a great resource. So definitely check that out. I will link to the resource on West Music. 
All right, number eight is a website which you probably have heard of called Music Play Online. So I have been hearing about this website for probably a couple years, I think, especially since COVID, I had heard about it, um, but I hadn't really done anything with it. And then I was able to get a subscription for this year. Both Nathan and I, Nathan is the other music teacher at my school, have a subscription and it's really wonderful as a supplemental resource. So like if you're looking for games to practice, Ticka Ticka, or videos of songs, or there's even worksheets and lessons on there. It's just a treasure trove of different ideas. I've used it for virtual classrooms. I've used it just as like standalone games that students play. The students just get like a link that they can click and then boom, they're in. And it's just like so much on it. We actually just did an ukulele club. We just finished that up this month. And, you know, I had was kind of like reusing the lessons from last year. But what was great is I was able to change it up because I had some, we had some students this year in ukulele club that were also in it last year. So I didn't want to make the lessons exactly the same. I wanted to change, change them up a little bit. So because of the resources in Music Play Online, I was able to do that. I was able to add some new stuff in there, new videos, new tutorials, that kind of thing. So tons about ukulele and recorder and just, again, a treasure trove of ideas. And the subscription for a year is, is I think, pretty affordable, especially if you're paying with school funds. All right, number nine is my Facebook group, which is called the Music Room with Aileen Miracle. Uh, we have weekly discussions about all sorts of things, everything from like, what are you doing with kindergarten this week to classroom management tips to folk dance ideas. So definitely check that out. It's just a free Facebook group that you can join. And a lot of people also just post questions in there about music education. And there's a lot of help in the community where people will respond with ideas. So I will link to that as well. All right, and number 10 is just kind of a blanket resource of Instagram. I have found a lot of really awesome ideas on Instagram and I'm going to link to some of my favorite accounts and I know I'm going to forget some so I'm just going to apologize because there are so many great music education accounts. I have an account at Mrs. Miracle's Music Room and I'm often posting just you know pictures from my classroom or reels, video ideas of different things in the music room. But some other accounts, uh, David Rao at Make Moments Matter, he does, I think it's every Monday night, he does like uh, not only a Facebook Live but also an Instagram Live where he shares ideas from the week. So definitely check that out. The Chromatic Music Teacher, I've had her on the podcast before and I can link to that in the show notes, but she has awesome boomwhacker videos that are just like super entertaining to watch. But then she also has ideas for the music room. Music Ed with Missy, she is always thought-provoking and has some great ideas. Franklin Willis at F Willis Music has some really awesome ideas and culturally responsive ideas for the music room. Just some really different fun ideas activities that your students will love. And then Darlene at the Darling Music Teacher, again, very thought provoking, has some just things to think about with music education that kind of like push you a little bit. And I think we all need that. I think we need to be pushed a little bit outside our comfort zone and really reflect on our teaching and make sure that we are doing everything we can to meet the needs of all of our students. And I know I'm forgetting some really great Instagram accounts. So I will just apologize if I'm missing anybody because I, I, I surely am because there's so many out there. But I just find it 
you know, really helpful to just be able to scroll through Instagram and pick up some new ideas for the music room. All right. Again, not just with Instagram, but with in general, I'm sure I'm missing some, but hopefully you heard a resource today that you hadn't heard of before that could be helpful for you. All right. I'm going to talk about what I'm consuming. So I'm listening to a podcast called The Letter. And I think I just found it because I think it came up as like being number one that week on Apple Podcasts. So I started listening to it and it's really compelling. It's the story of a, I think there were 18 teenagers, girl and boy, who were friends and hanging out and a horrible crime happened. And then kind of like the fallout from that, one of them survived and one of them didn't, the fallout from that and what happens with them over the next many years and their families and and then what happens with the person who committed the crime. So really, it's just really emotional and compelling and I definitely recommend listening to that if you're into that kind of podcast and that kind of story. All right. Like I said, I hope this has been helpful. Check out the show notes for those specific links. And I hope you have a wonderful day.